Welcome everyone, this is Shortchange Games, and I played uh, an actual horror game that I liked, I know, I did, I, did I, I speak too soon when I did my thing over Outlast, apparently so, I mean, if, if you've watched the Outlast video and it's, it's on there, and it's just talking about how much I really hated it, this one in particular, Layers of Fear, I, I didn't hate it, it, I played the whole thing through with my girlfriend, and I just, I was like, wow, something I actually don't hate. Now there's a few stipulations to that, and I will describe that, but I'm just gonna kind of outline what what made this game enjoyable for me. I mean, just and just focusing specifically on the narrative and what what shines about that, and how well they actually incorporated environmental storytelling in this. Now, in many ways, this is similar to Outlast, um, except instead of they're giving you like a very straightforward narrative, you just start in this house, and shit just starts going extremely wrong. It's you don't really have any way to combat anything or hide from anything here. It's more of a walking simulator where you just experience the story. It's more of interactive fiction. But what they do here is change like your actual environment as you're moving around in it and you basically look certain ways. There's some puzzle mechanics here, but they're very light or just completely incoherent and you just kind of have to meander around until something happens. But what they do with the environment, the actual environment as you're moving and traversing this world is very impressive, and I know people compare it to like what what people thought that was going to be the Silent Hill, um, not sequel, but the the new one, PT or whatever the hell it's called. This is where the jump scares come in, and I'm going to be honest, I kind of cheated here. I know it, it sounds weird to cheat at jump scares, but I had the earphones given to my girlfriend. She was listening to most of it. I could hear some of it very light, so it was a very muted sound, and this helped me a lot personally because I hate jump scares. Not because like, oh, it's scary. Like, yes, that that part sucks but it's more about how useless they are they're just giving me this negative reaction that i didn't really want i just want to experience the story i mean i i hate that that crutch it's just in any horror it's the worst crutch ever i i like things that are genuinely disturbing and the visuals here were genuinely disturbing some were silly some were outrageous but all in all wow like they did such a good job at just being disturbing and like showing this person you as a player slowly melting down like psychologically now looking at reviews I don't I don't do reviews but this like looking at them I'm shocked at people saying that they rely on cliches like yes they they use what would be a cliche but they take it and throw it in such an interesting way that it shocks me there was one on IGNs about scribbles on the wall like what they did with that make like it's just so visceral when you see how the images move as you're walking around and they change and they like oh my god like and it's one thing when you see it in a film where it's not even it's beyond linear like you you're going somewhere and what you're going to see is cannot be changed but when you can move around and look around and the shit changes as you're doing it fucking hell that was so cool yes they use creepy dolls here and there but it wasn't about the fact that they're using creepy dolls it's that they're doing it in a way that's more artistic than just throwing it out there and saying look at how creepy this is there were some parts where it was silly uh, there's an angry Joe where he does it and the little kid just coming you can, if you walk a certain way it'll continuously run on the wall and hit its head and that's fu it's funny as shit but other than that there was some really well introduced like as visuals that actually show that these these tired cliches can be still still be used in a way that is more than just here's your creepy doll and I think a part of that is the actual narrative because in a lot of horror it's just showing you something trying to be like this is something unusual this is in the uncanny valley like now be scared but this is actually giving you a narrative like why are we talking about the doll it's because oh the child probably died or got killed something in this person's like insanity 
when it goes wrong after his drinking and the schizophrenia kick in, something happened to this child and you are slowly given the narrative and you can see it visually through this through the eyes of your player, of your protagonist, and you're seeing how he's perceiving the madness that he went through and that he has inflicted on his family. Now, I will admit some parts were very, very tired out. By the end, I was kind of saying, like, all right, let's, let's get this done, let's wrap this up, especially the end puzzle that it, it's just very tedious. And that part is where it starts to, like, really drop off as a game and as an experience. But I think what a lot of people are getting confused here is they're focused more on the horror. They want to be horrified. But what's more horrifying is the narrative they tell because this, I mean, this would be the most severe case of schizophrenia, but it, it shows someone who not only drinks quite a bit, is is completely distraught by, like, what he's done to his family, and the fact that he's, like, he can't do what he wants to do, which is his life's goal, is his painting, and he's affected by, clearly, schizophrenia, and they, they, they show you this through various medical doctors, um, their notes and stuff given to the family, and... You can see the narrative play out when he picks up certain pieces around the world, and then there's some voice acting, which is awful. The voice acting really brings this game down, but that's a different note. But when you pick up these pieces, you learn about the world around you and what actually has gone on in this guy's life. And by the end, when it all comes crashing down around you, you know what, what actually has happened. He's, his, his, his schizophrenia has exaggerated the world around him to the point where everything is a hellish nightmare. And what reality looks like is a dilapidated, just torn down building that he's living in, repeating the same sequences over and over, trying to perfect something that he's not going to achieve because he's, he clearly needs like mental health help. He needs to be admitted into a psychiatric facility, a very, a very acute one at that. And the more I'm, I'm looking at different reviews and comments in the reviews, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that people took this as a, a horror game and... If that's what the developers were going for, I, I do think they failed miserably. But if what they wanted was to show you an experience, a very short, fast experience that's portraying a single singular message, which is talking about something like schizophrenia and what, what the mind can do to you and how it can play tricks on you and just how severe this person has gone into madness and how it can affect the people around them, they did a wonderful job of that. Now, a lot of the elements, like I've said, are not well done as far as horror. Some things are tired out. It gets really really like boring by the end and some things are really played out you know what's going to happen next and there isn't much actual tension because you're there's not like you're going to die or anything you're you're experiencing a story this is interactive fiction this is not really a game and this is a separate topic but i do wish there was two different categories whereas there's a video game where there's real, real gameplay mechanics and interactive fiction that can tell a story in a world that can just be manipulated and maneuvered around by you a player or i guess an experiencer because these are all grouped in as video games. People come into the, with the expectation of there being like some actual gameplay. And it's, it's not what this is. This really even isn't horror. It's disturbing. But it's telling a message like I've been repeating over and over. And to be honest, horror I think is better as an <laughs> interactive fiction. It's really hard to have gameplay where it's, the tension is just not there. If you can die, then it, it, you lose all tension. Like completely. Because then like that that is what like creates i think the most fear in people is that that thought of death aside from things that are like actually genuinely disturbing which is what this did but that you can just do that with interactive fiction but there's some very serious little narrative dissonance when a player can continuously die like i i lose all immersion when the thought of dying isn't actually gonna isn't, isn't game over for me like where where's the tension in that then it just becomes like a running simulator which is what outlast was all that was is a running simulator 
in, in a very cliched setting that they didn't do anything unique with whatsoever. Everyone just goes crazy, and you just see that. You just see the outcome of that with some very bad writing. <laughs> now, something I'll bring up that kind of justifies why I think this really isn't even horror is because the one thing that actually attacks you in this world, the one real human figure, aside from a few, like, dolls and some apparitions, the one real thing there is a lady who is really fucked up looking. You know, obviously, it's just that part is a little, you know, but cliched anyways she will attack you but it's not jump scares it's not you walk up you have to walk up to her and you walk up and you know what's going to happen every time after the first initial reaction so that that part wasn't even scary and it was, doesn't kill you it just puts you in a new place in the world and to me it felt like that was him interacting with the person who he's trying to paint who seems like his wife or his child or something that he's idolizing and it's it's gone horribly wrong and he's now living with this guilt living with this apparition that's, that's haunting him for what seems like not eternity, but every loop that he goes through. But going back to the actual environmental storytelling, what they do here is slowly, progressively destroy the world around you. Not like actually demolish it, but things start getting slowly and slowly more fucked up. Like the house looks like a dilapidated house at first, then you start going slowly into madness and everything is getting worse and worse as you go. The, the actual severity of the schizophrenia, I'm just going to call it schizophrenia, is just slowly gets more and more disturbing, more worse. The auditory and visual hallucinations are working in tandem with each other to just really create this person's hellish nightmare. And each level, which is part of the painting itself, every time you go and paint, you start like a new level. You start over and you walk into a new part of the house that's telling a new narrative, not really new, but part of his story which is showing every part of his life that he's pretty much fucked up now. You have, like, the child, you have the wife, you have the dog. Like, every piece has, like, its part to play in showing you the narrative. So I think you get my point about the story. I, I, I adore it, and it did a really good job of showing you something that isn't talked about very much, and I think that's schizophrenia and mental illness. I mean, it's, it's starting to get in the forefront, but this one really highlighted something more personal, not throwing it into, like, a very cliched light where it's not understood whatsoever. So... That did a really good job, and congratulations on the narrative and the visuals. My God, if y'all create a new game, do that. Hire better voice actors, and if you're going to introduce something like puzzles, at least make them a little more challenging or interesting or whatever. But if you just want to make interactive fiction, then just go for that, and don't worry about the gameplay. Like Just do what you do best. But I will say this. On the Xbox, I don't know how it is on any other system, Fucking, the, the frame rates were so awful. It felt like I was watching slideshows half the time, especially when there was any rain in like in effect here. It would get so shitty, so bad. And I swear by the end I was getting a headache. And it, it just becomes a, a huge headache. And I can tell watching some PC footage, it visually just looks better. Like, things are just shown better. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I don't think this game would be ridiculously hard. I don't know if it was just ported over really poorly. God, it sucks. It sucks really bad, and it's really sad because it brings down a game that's otherwise amazing, aside from the voice acting, like I said. So if you're listening to this, my whole point is this is interactive fiction at its finest. I, I think people need to go into it looking at it like that. I, I don't. I think horror games are even served better as interactive fiction. I, I think Outlast did a really shitty job. It, it The immersion just wasn't there, whereas this, I really felt the story. I felt this person's personal struggle. And it was so much better, and it was so much more realistic, because this is what some people deal with. It's the most severe form, but some people deal with some very severe schizophrenia and visual hallucinations. And they deal with the guilt, they deal with the, the pressure of destroying people around them. And I think it served its purpose pretty well. 
And that's basically most of my impressions on the game, but right here I'm going to talk about something that if you don't care to like know about or learn about, then you can just head on out, That's that you're good to go. This I'm going to kind of just describe schizophrenia in general. Um, the National Institute of Mental Health describes it as a chronic and severe mental disorder that affects how a person thinks, feels, and behaves. People with schizophrenia may seem like they have lost touch with reality. Although schizophrenia is not as common as other mental disorders, the symptoms can be very disabling. Now this can usually present itself with uh, hallucinations and delusions, thought disorder, movement disorder, um, and you know, everyone pretty much knows what hallucinations are, and I think that's that's the most severe example and the most severe case of it that people um, think of when they think of schizophrenia, and this person, what I, like I said before, is probably in the extremely severe category. Now there are other categories of this, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into it, I'm not a therapist, I, I, can't, I can't actually sit here and say this person would be diagnosed with this or that um, that's just kind of a good a good idea because getting into anything more complex is not my topic that's not my my speciality so I'm just gonna end it with more than likely schizophrenia I don't I don't want to misrepresent like that that branch of mental health but this is something that regardless it could actually happen to someone obviously again extremely severe I, I'm, I'm not too sure of how that would actually look, because um, I'm not, I don't, I don't suffer from this, so I don't know how those hallucinations go. But I, I think, for accuracy's sake, I don't know. It seems, it seems pretty horrifying if that's if that's what they were going for is to kind of highlight that experience. It, 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 it helps with the empathy, and it makes me like understand what they might go through more. Another thing I would like to highlight is the actual visuals in this and the art. Now I'm no artist. I, I can't classify anything here. But I saw a lot of reviews talking about how some of it was just overblown. But I take a game like Outlast, which was reviewed really well and critically acclaimed as horror, uses some very drab colors, and horror does this in general, even in like cinema. But they do some really cool things here with the paint and like the actual crayon markings all over the walls and stuff. Like it contrasts very well, and it it like actually has this better sense of animation. And you can use light colors and make it like freaky. And they do this in one scene where the room's really light and then it starts throwing in this wild like I don't even know like carousel ride and you're just you're just getting fucked and raided with a bunch of colors and it's I don't know I think it's more accurate representation of like like the, the destruction of mind whereas we always view these darker colors as always negative whereas light colors can be just as negative and just and even more so on the spectrum of just insanity anyways I could talk about this a little bit too long but I just wanted to make this video to explain that I, th I think this is, while obviously an, probably an exaggerated depiction of something like schizophrenia, I think the alcoholism would definitely affect that too because this person has some definite alcoholism that, that shows up and starts you know affecting his family and I think eventually leading to them either leaving or them being killed and destroys his artistic life. Either way, um, I just wanted to highlight that. If you liked the video, give it a like. If you want to subscribe and see more, think of subscribing. If you want to debate me, or explain something that maybe I missed in the game. Would love to hear that down in the comments. And so if you have anything negative to say, I don't really care for it. But that's all for me. So I'm out.